This is Kenyon Phillips, and you're listening to Be Here Tomorrow. <laughs> that was that was some fucking bullshit VO voice. Okay, this is my real voice. This is Kenyon Phillips, and you're listening to Be Here Tomorrow, a podcast dedicated to finding reasons to live. Like most of us, I'm completely fucking insane. That insanity manifests for me as anger, depression, sorrow. The filmmaker David Lynch refers to this as the suffocating rubber clown suit of negativity in his amazing book, Catching the Big Fish, which is a study of transcendental meditation and creativity. After reading this book, which espouses the, the benefits of meditation for, you know, counteracting the suffocating rubber clown suit of negativity, I thought, hmm, I could try that. If David Lynch meditates, then, you know, it makes me want to do it. I never thought of myself as someone who could meditate. It wasn't until I was in my 40s that I was able to actually sit my ass down and try to do it. I'm one of those people who always need to be doing something. So the thought of just sitting still makes my brain fucking scream. It's also a struggle for me to justify doing anything that's in the camp of self-care, especially like meditating when there's, I don't know, a war going on as there is today. Looming work deadlines, always. Small children to take care of. My wife, my partner, who often needs help with those two small children. But that's when I think about this Gandhi quote, which is, I have so much to accomplish today that I must meditate for two hours instead of one. The Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who invented transcendental meditation, or at least popularized it in the West, had a similar quote, which is, if you're too busy to meditate twice a day, you're just too busy. For me, this is completely counterintuitive, but in practice, it actually makes a lot of sense. I've been practicing TM, Transcendental Meditation, since 2016. My wife gave me the training as a present, and I swear, aside from our children, it's the greatest thing she's ever given me. I went up to the David Lynch Foundation in Midtown Manhattan, you know, you're not supposed to talk about the training, so I won't go into too much detail. This exceptionally soft-spoken, friendly man named Mario took me into a small room, performed a very genteel sort of ritual, gave me my mantra, and basically just told me to sit down and meditate. There wasn't any instruction. There wasn't any studying. It was just like, do it. Learn by doing. For me, there was a strong connection with the description David Lynch gives of the experience of his first meditation. He says, I sat down, closed my eyes, started this mantra, and it was as if I were in an elevator and the cable had been cut. Boom! I fell into bliss, pure bliss, and I was just in there. Then the teacher said, it's time to come out. It's been 20 minutes. And I said, it's already been 20 minutes! And she said, shh, because other people were meditating. It seems so familiar, but also so new and powerful. It takes you into an ocean of pure consciousness, pure knowingness, but it's familiar. It's you. And right away, a sense of happiness emerges. Not a goofball happiness, but a thick beauty. I had a very, very similar experience. Not only was I able to just do it, but I felt great. I felt like I had just gotten a great night's sleep. I felt less depressed, less anxious less angry at the world and myself. 
And the only guidance, the only real suggestion that Mario, my meditation instructor, provided me was very simple. He just said, take it easy and take it as it comes, which (laughs) kind of baffled me at the time. I'm not somebody who takes it easy. I'm not somebody who takes it as it comes. I overthink things. I overdo things. I'm a perfectionist. So I was great about meditating at least once a day from 2016 until 2020. And then we had to move. We had a different routine. And my wife and my three-year-old and I were all sleeping in the same bed. And it just, I told myself I couldn't do it anymore. And sure enough, once I stopped... The anxiety crept in, the anger crept in, shame. I was beating myself up for not meditating, and every day that I didn't do it, I felt like I was getting further and further away from my practice. My wife was starting to make comments about, God, you were you were a lot easier to live with when you were meditating. And then the universe stepped in and took care of me. That's how I choose to interpret it. I was approached by Jess Von Garcy, friendly acquaintance, to help put her website together for her meditation training practice. So here I was working with Jess to encapsulate what these benefits of meditation are. Stress management, anxiety reduction, the improvement of depression, better sleep and increased energy, better health, focus, enhanced performance and productivity, creativity, and it even delays aging. Stress is one of the primary causes of aging and meditating has been shown to slow down the aging process, to increase longevity, to improve memory, and even in the cases of certain monks up in the Himalayas, to reverse biological age. So another gift I received from this job was that part of my compensation included taking this three-session course. So I was able to get back into my practice. And just like Mario, my transcendental meditation instructor, had told me to take it easy, take it as it comes, I got the same message from Jess, which was, you don't have to do this perfectly. According to the Maharishi, you're supposed to do two meditations a day, 20 minutes each. I have a a friend, he's a longtime practitioner, and he says that your first meditation is like taking a shower without washing your ass. But the second one is like giving yourself an enema. So, of course, I want to give myself the enema. I want to get it perfect. I want to do two a day. And if I don't do two a day, I feel like I'm missing out. What does meditation look like for me as a daily practice? It's not a daily practice. I don't do it every day. I wish I did. And maybe someday I will. When I do it, it's once a day. It's first thing in the morning. It's somewhere between five and 20 minutes. And I wouldn't say it's a profound experience. It's basically forcing myself to sit still first thing in the morning. And I try not to think while I'm doing it. I'll start with my mantra, which doesn't really mean anything to me. It's just more of a sound. That's like the gateway drug that gets me into this meditative state. If I do find my thoughts racing, which happens a lot, I try to limit my thoughts to a couple of affirmations that work for me. One is, just for today... I am fucking exceptional. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be, doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Another one is, just for today, I will operate from a position of value. I will understand and appreciate my own value as well as the value of others. And here's one that I got from my friend Eric Lieberman. I have highly remunerative, deeply fulfilling, uplifting, and rewarding work 
that activates my heart and my art and elevates myself and others easily. The longer I practice meditation, the better I feel. I, I, I know that's vague, so I'll try to be more specific. I'm less depressed, I'm less anxious, I'm less suicidal, and I'm less angry than I have a tendency to be. I'd say I sleep better at night. I am more forgiving. I'm more creative and compassionate. And this one's important. I take fewer things for granted. I actually can pause and enjoy those little moments throughout the day that make life what it is. If something tastes good that I've made, I can actually stop and taste it and enjoy it. If my son is doing something ridiculously cute, I can pause and enjoy it. If my infant daughter smiles and giggles at me, which she's starting to do, I can stop whatever I'm doing and just enjoy it and smile back at her. So if I can remember that having a meditation practice is enough and that I don't need to do it, perfectly. I don't need to do it twice a day. I don't even need to do it every day in order to be barely acceptable. Then I can be here tomorrow. I'm Kenyon Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to Be Here Tomorrow. If you're feeling it, definitely subscribe and share on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, fuck, I mean, it's everywhere. It's on all those platforms. And if you want to find out more about me and read things that I've written and listen to things that I've recorded that aren't podcasts, go to thekenyonphillips.com. Finally, please, if you have strong feelings about something I've said or haven't said, DM me on Instagram at thekenyonphillips. And in the meantime, I'll be here tomorrow.